All right, guys. What a special night. The road to revolution continues. I don't have to introduce this man, the owner, the CEO of AEW, Tony Khan, with a major announcement. Tony, my friend, the floor is yours, buddy. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shaka Khan, uh, the president and CEO of AEW. As many of you know, 15 years ago, a wrestling company had a dream. I, I have dreams. They're crazy. You, you wouldn't want my dreams. Anyway, that company was called Ring of Honor. I, I have just been informed that I am now the owner of Ring of Honor. Wait, I, I own Ring of Honor? Holy shit, when did that happen? That's so cool. Anyway, here's a match with two guys that were in Ring of Honor. Brian, Daniel Bryan, man, and Christopher Danielson. Wow, that's gonna be great. Who who wants talking dogs? I'm buying. I'm, I'm always buying. Episode 237 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. It's just me and Fitz at the moment. Um, Steve is my name. And uh, Nicky will be here in a minute. Uh, he's just having some PC trouble. Yeah, here we he's are. His PC AIDS. Mm-hmm. He's, he's trying to de-AIDS the PC. You gotta get that AIDS mm-hmm. out. And you gotta get the good shit in. You wouldn't mind if uh, it was the good kind of AIDS, but this is the bad kind of AIDS. The bad kind of AIDS. The AIDS that make your uh, make your computer not work. Gordo is currently on diplomatic uh, mission in London. He is going to have a look at Boris Johnson and just see what the response is going to be. Uh, could be international warfare here. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But Gordo is the man to do it. The, uh, the Irish Prime Minister said, send me Gordo to get this job done. So uh, obviously Gordo's gone on the piss before he does all of this, obviously. Mm. He has to experience that fine London delight. Mm. London Guinness, you know, some of the finest things you could mm-hmm. possibly get. No head Guinness. <laughs> One poor Guinness. Fitz, <sighs> how are you? You had a nice little drive home. I did. I worked through lunch today so I could get out of the office at half four. Drove two and a half hours down the country and landed in. Got the sweat boys on. Loaded up the PC. And here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm literally just finished work. Yeah, just finished work. So it might you know, be, um, might won't be an overly long show tonight. But uh, do you know what the worst thing about actually having to be in the office is? Life. Having to wear adult clothes. Yeah, Kira went back to the office this week as well. Man, nice. It's not been fun. Not been fun. No, for two years, almost, literally almost two years to the day, I've been getting away with wearing sweatpants and/or shorts. It's been mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Sad I think days. employers might have to look at that. Might have been. It might have to be one of those things. 
uh, yeah, as uh, as Mike says in the chat, we are we're all alumni of that office, and uh, I can't imagine. I know one person once did. A guy I used to work with once showed up in a pair of shorts, and it was the talk at the office for about six weeks. So, <laughs> uh, here's one that'll uh, probably surprise Mike. Kind of off topic, but we got an email from HR today. That is never oh. fun because usually emails from HR usually contain relatively bad news or news that's going to piss you off somehow. Um, hey, can, you, can you meet me in room six around quarter past five? <laughs> uh, it is Friday. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Mike gets that joke. Um, bad hiring and firing practices. <laughs> but, uh, cough, cough, cough. Mm-hmm. Our company is giving everyone three extra days annual leave from now on per year. I couldn't believe what? this. What in the flying fuck? This shocking like, stuff. Literally, when that email went out, I popped my head up above my desk and everyone was just like, what? What the fuck is going on? Are we being fucking punked right now? <laughs> the guys my logic the is practical jokers are just hanging out waiting for you to click the email. <laughs> I'm convinced as soon as I saw it, I was like, wait, what's the catch? Uh, literally, Mike says, yeah, what's the catch? I think that this is going to be part bribe to get everyone back to the office. So yeah. trying to butter people up and say, and then like in a few weeks' time, it's like, okay, uh, everyone's get the world's back to normal now. We've we've you know we've come in two to three days a week now. Everyone can kind of come in uh, every day now, please. Thank you very much. Never leave. It could be something to do with the glass door. What? What? Glass door? Ooh. Glass ceiling? Hmm. No. Glass door. The reviews? No. No. Couldn't be anything to do with that. Maybe they're. <laughs> anyway. Probably anyway. What are you talking about? Nothing. 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 I'm talking no, about yeah. nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I know. I know your review. I saw your review. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Neat. 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 Anything going on on Fall Guys? Actually, I meant to check to see what's going on. I haven't been on there since the weekend, so mm. I I really don't know. Usually, Gordo checks this for us. Oh well. Gordo. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Uh, what else is going oh, on? He's officially Gordan in London now as well. Mm, in London. Gordan. So, let's see if he can solve this uh, entire Ukraine-Russia situation. I believe oh, man, in him. That's just depressing. Mm. How are we yeah, living probably in shouldn't be making about jokes about it. And uh, it's World War fucking 3 about to kick off. Yeah, that whole uh, thing last night with the nuclear plant... I was like, yeah, they're they're shelling a nuclear plant. We're like, oh, God, that's not good. We're like, Chernobyl had one reactor. This place has six. I was like, oh, that's fucking really bad. This is not good at all. Europe will cease to exist. Isn't that great? I think we might get away with it. We're just not far enough away, maybe. Probably not, though. We have the better chance than anyone. <laughs> I really don't just, know, man. It's just so fucking yeah. weird out there at the minute. Do you still have your iodine tablets from a decade ago? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. They're I've well lived in several houses since then. <laughs> Oh, they, they were yeah. out when they sent them out to us. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be a long nuclear winter. Good times. <laughs> but at least it killed COVID, so that's a good thing. That's Except true. Mike. Rip Mike. <laughs> there was one of the, you know, the, the Bart Simpson with the chair going to smash Homer thing. It was like, you know, first summer in three years or first normal summer in two years or whatever it is. And then it's like nuclear winter. <laughs> Good times. Good times. When the girls in the office says, we're finally going to get our first hot girl summer in three years and then they fucking have to kick off World War Three. Mm-hmm. Sons of bitches. Yep. Fun. No hot mm-hmm. girl summer for anyone. 
No. Unless Hot you're girl. Nuclear ash and misery. Nuclear. Nuclear? Nuclear. Um, we have to talk about the big controversy of the week, though, unless anyone has other news outside of wrestling. No. What happened? Oh, is this the, the, um, the tirade that you bestowed upon a charity stream last weekend? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was everyone's fault, everyone else's fault but mine. Those That's poor children, it. Steve, that just want a gaming setup. <laughs> and you have to go fucking and cussing and blinding them all over the place. <laughs> I to get it out of me. Like if it wasn't like behind the actual video promoting the thing, it would. It, that's what made it. I think. <laughs> you didn't get in any trouble for that, did you? No, did God, they no, fu- no, 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 I was thinking, yeah. Pray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, we tried. You know, like we we, we got to we donate to the kiddies. I just use the words that the kids should never use. You know? <laughs> Here is a list of words you should never say. Uh, yeah, because of me, they have a rule. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that moment when someone replied, Uh, you're not on mute. Oh, that (laughs) was was the immediate fear. I thought you were joking, and I was like, Oh, stop being dicks about that. That's don't joke about that, okay? (laughs) I was like, Oh, no, what is life? What is life? But, um. Obviously, you know, uh, big controversy of the week. Pat McAfee didn't ask about the lockbox. What? Yeah, he didn't get into the tough questions with his employer, Vince McMahon, who was doing his first interview in 15 years. We didn't yeah, hear anything about the lockbox. Yeah, I went too soft on him, you know. I was expecting, you know, bombastic stuff, you know. What was in the briefcase when you got Jimmy Snook out of the police uh, mm-hmm. station? You know, the Not lockbox. A real broadcaster in my book. Not a real broadcaster in my book. Um, you know, um, who threw the pie at Kevin Owens? The big topics. The big topics. And uh, there was another one I was thinking of earlier. Just can't oh, remember. Why didn't you stop a show when a performer died? That would have been a good oh, one. Oh, uh, yeah. See, you know, that'd be one. But I, well, uh, I can't remember. I had it written down earlier. Oh, well. Let me see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ruining the, the bit. Yeah, the briefcase. Uh, oh, yeah. Veer, brief, when Veer brief. is going to come. When's Veer coming? No no sign of Veer. No, he no, no he, he softballed the Veer. The, the Veer issue was softballed. But, Sa- you know, but Sasha kind of, said he was coming, though. Yeah, Sasha said he is coming. So, mm-hmm. like, what kind of a broadcaster is this Pat McAfee WWE employee? You know? <laughs> Uh, uh, Twitter was hilarious fair. after this. An hour and, and a half. half. Yeah, that was the impressive think, part. Well, he tried he to finish on. it. At he an tried, hour. Yeah, he tried to finish it about what fifty minutes and about an hour around that. Yeah, and it's, nah, oh. it's like nah, let's keep going. Yeah, it's like I didn't fly the whole way here for twenty minutes. Like, um, like, look, obviously he's full of shit. He's a, he's a wrestling promoter. They're all full of shit. But like, he's extra special, full of shit. Um, oh. It was fun though. I mean, it was it was interesting, something different. To be fair, it was it was very interesting, and like the ninety minutes, even as a wrestling fan, or even as as a as a lapsed wrestling fan, even in the WWE sense, it was still cool just to see Vince McMahon talk because yeah. you don't get to see that. Literally, you have not seen that in fifteen years. And swear yeah. loads, and swear yeah. loads. Yeah, it was great. 
You know, it was interesting. Pat didn't go in more on the... Um, that's why I was thinking, go on Rogan, it'd be hilarious. They'd be absolutely mental. You know the stuff about him threatening the, uh, his lecturers to, to improve his yeah. grades? I never heard that story before. It was like, please tell me more of these stories. I don't give a fuck about your planning for WrestleMania or whatever. <laughs> tell me more crazy Vince McMahon stories. That would have been fun. But, you know, he didn't yeah. ask about Owen Hart, you know, that, so that seemed to upset uh, Bixen's bat. I mean, the internet. Um, <laughs> but sure he doesn't listen to some people on the internet so you know yeah i know yeah I, I just wonder what people were expecting like it was a softball interview with an employee you know like what <laughs> i don't know if you were going to expect him to answer all the world's questions and i don't know what you were expecting i mean we did say it last week or at some point i can't remember if it was on the pod or if it was on something else but yeah we did say like you know if there is anyone to get away with it because he doesn't need the money Mm. But obviously, he does actually respect Vince, so he doesn't yeah. want to, and he likes what he's doing. So you're not going to screw yourself over just for the sake no. of an interview. Uh, and he, 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 I'm sure he was aware he was getting a WrestleMania match later in the interview. Yeah. So what? No so. way! That wasn't the complete surprise. That was oh, it's a shock. <laughs> yeah. And Pat, who is active on Twitter, would be seeing these things that everyone knew since as soon as it was announced. You know, Pat McAfee's wrestling at WrestleMania. That was cool. Um, it was just interesting to see Vince without the WWE makeup on him as well. He looked more human than than he does on <laughs> Raw. Um, maybe it's the lighting, I don't know. But look, it was cool. I thought it was fun. Hopefully he does more of them. Well, to be honest, the, the only reason he did this was so that he could announce that he was inducting The Undertaker. Yeah. It was a pure, it was literally all built around him having the spotlight by announcing that he was going to be in the spotlight to induct Taker. Yeah. Thing is, the yeah. Hall of Fame was one thing he's never appeared on. Yeah. Up until well, he did this Austin, is the first time he appeared. No, he didn't do Austin. No, he's never, never done any of it. I thought he inducted Austin. No, sir. Uh, you sure? I don't know who. I don't know if uh, if they were inductors at the time or who inducted them, but uh, Vince JR? has never. Indu- Maybe JR, yeah. Vince has never inducted anyone. Unless I'm wildly incorrect, but uh, I don't think he's ever inducted anyone. So, hmm. I think Pat said yesterday that he inducted Austin, but I, he didn't. Could be wrong. Um, yeah, I think it's less on the interviews with the journalist how saying how humanized Vince was. I mean, shit. Uh, my wife at the time was under the radar. Ah, shit. Okay. Uh, my wife at the time. I was wondering about that one. My wife at the time. Did he, is that just not a seventy-six-year-old man just slipping up? Going. I mean, my wife. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I saw a lot of people tweeting about that as well. I was like, no, he just, that was just a slip of the tongue. Unless there's a secret wife out there. I'm all for that. Ooh. Pat McAfee did not ask about the secret wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Inducted by Vince McMahon. I knew it was going crazy. No way. I do not remember that at all. Girl, really, you really? check yourself before you. Well, fair play. Yourself. Fair play. Um, I thought this was the first time he'd ever inducted anyone. Uh, this will be the second. Wowzers! Well, there you go. I stand corrected. As does Nikki. <laughs> he backed me on it, so I was like, "Oh yeah, definitely." Uh, sweet. <laughs> cool, cool. I'll just edit all that out. Make myself put myself <laughs> over. Nah. Can I put yourself remember. over, brother? Oh, look at um, Tony Khan announced that he bought Ring of Honor. 
I'm going to throw something out there, Fitz. I'm going to see what happens. The reported figure, and the only reason I'm even mentioning it, with a massive pinch of salt, is because it came from Fightful, and the source used was Fightful, was anywhere between 20 and $50 million. If that's true, I think he needs his head examined. Thoughts? Uh, I'm not going to buy into any of the speculation because that's a widely varied figure mm. so and no. to be fair Sinclair are a publicly traded company so exactly. the, the final figure will be confirmed yep so like it's not a case where we need to speculate we just have to wait and wait for the, the financials to be published so let's be like it, it'll be it'll be fine so if it's obviously at the higher end of that you'd question it even the lower end of it I don't think it it makes a good financial yeah. business decision but this wasn't a, 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 a analytical business acquisition yeah, it was it's, purely it's, a romantic purchase and he it loved is, what Ring of Honor was I guess and it's just, uh, um, it's been to boost the as, as Jordan's actually just said it's content it's, it's, it's watch hours yeah what, no matter what they are and I guess yeah it is a uh, me and Nick were talking about it at work um, the the interesting thing at the end was that it will be uh, acquired by an entity entirely owned by Tony Khan. So AW didn't buy it. It was a Tony Khan personal purchase. So mm. at least whatever. So that, that made me start to go, oh, maybe it, maybe this figure is correct. Maybe this crazy number is real. Because otherwise it would have tanked the company or put a massive weight on the company, I should exactly, say. Exactly, yeah. Well, that doesn't matter because, you know, um, look at Chelsea and Roman Abramovich. Chelsea Football Club <laughs> owes Roman Abramovich 1.5 billion pounds. That's just going to be forgotten about. Yeah. That'd be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? I mean, Fucking you look yeah. back and you go, he, he actually is the greatest football owner of all time. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just they've gotten away with. Imagine uh, Malcolm Glazer going to United. Lad. Here, lads, here's a Brinks truck, 1.5 billion pounds. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. Uh, that's literally what they owe us, so that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make it three billion then, because then you yeah, can yeah, make up for it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> dickheads. Hi, I'd like what? to buy your. Uh, I'd like to buy the richest club in the world with debt, please. Oh yeah, yeah no problem. Just do sort that out. Yeah, you'll pay it off soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't be hanging around for seventeen years dealing with this bullshit. Fucking arseholes. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> the fun thing with United is you've still spent more than any other club in the last decade. It's unreal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, so we spent more than City. City. Yeah, yeah. In the last really? decade, you've spent more. Uh, well, actually, net, all the managers. Because they've sold net, as okay, well. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. likes of 50 million for uh, Leroy Sane and, and so ah, on. Ah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> when we sell players. Oh. Oh, he, ha, ha, ho. We're about to let a lot of that money walk for free in the summer as well, so that's great. Um. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's... Um, it's obviously okay. new. It's it's going to help them with the stream. Give them more hours on the streaming services. It's it, it's got it's got good name okay. value. I don't know how relevant it is. Uh, in turn, like, uh, how much is the old content on the network being watched? I wonder. Do you know is is that one of the big draws of it? I guess that's what it comes down to. He does own all in now, so there's sorry to go off on another tangent. Does Joey Ryan and Marty Scarl make the cut of the version they upload? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the Okada it's match. of its so. time, like. You know. Yeah. I can't see the penis druids and Joey Ryan and all that shit making the cut, even though Hangman... It was Hangman, wasn't it? Yeah. So, 
you know, as, as much as I'm sure they'd love to show Hangman, I don't think that match makes the cut. Uh, uh, not, you know, not convicted of any crimes. Uh, yeah. In the court of public opinion, of course, like he, he, he won't be featured on any live product. But I don't know if you edit him out of old content based on that alone. I think it depends uh, on where they put it. If they literally create their own network, which I severely doubt they will, because it wouldn't make financial sense. Because, I mean, if you, you can get someone to pay you for your content, go do it. Uh, but I, I wonder, will HBO Max or whoever would even know? You know, what, what they could even care? Would it be a shitstorm? Would all the weird burner accounts and the Roman avatar accounts just start tweeting HBO Max about Joey Ryan being on there to get it taken down? Because probably. Uh, what is life? Baby, don't hurt me. Oh, yeah. Look at uh, No, I like weird. that. Look, it, it was, it's, we were speculating about this for the last while because, you know, he announced that he had a big announcement that um, was industry changing and, you know, wasn't talent specific. You know, he, he kind of pointed us down the path that it was inevitably going to be. I think we pretty much kind of said that, you know, it has to be something to do with streaming and content related. The financial side, I don't think it'll ever pay for itself, you know, in yeah. terms of, you know, a return on investment. But, you know, the way he spoke about it on Dynamite, which is a whole other point we should be talking about, um, <laughs> is, is that, um, you know, he fell in love with Ring of Honor back in the day, which is understandable if you were a wrestling fan back then, because you had the best wrestlers in the world doing their craft in that company. You had the likes of Joe Punk, Brian even you know Seth Rollins and his old carnation was coming through not too long afterwards Christopher Daniels all these guys came through at that time so it's understandable why he would do that before this was purchased by Can there was a real possibility that Ring of Honor would just collapse and crumble altogether and that the the tape library might have just been you know forgotten about so there is probably a large portion of this purchase is him purely saving the company or in his eyes saving the company you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you if you're a money mark and you have money to spend and money to spare, you could spend it on worse things. Okay. Could you spend know. it on cocaine. Okay. You could spend it on Harry fucking Maguire. I mean, I mean, he pretty much did spend a lot on cocaine that night. Did you hear that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, so people people allegedly. assume Adderall. Ad- allegedly, yeah. People assume Adderall. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's funnier to call it cocaine. He definitely gets very hyped up. Man, he gets hyped. Uh, the intro you heard at the start of the recorded version of this. Sorry, live folks. Um, John Draper did an amazing impression of him on, on Twitter. Check him out. I, I am John Draper on Twitter if you want to see it. It's very funny. Um, and it wasn't even in a mean-spirited way. It was just it was just, just a good impression. It was quite good. Um, yeah, he's, he's weird on the mic. But I mean, he's had no practice. Is that the first Tony Khan segment ever on Dynamite? Like an official yeah. segment? I think Tony it is. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 He's appeared was, briefly backstage, like in fights and stuff like that. There it is. Yeah. They're just pure cameos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't understand that the people who kind of criticize him for, you know, being him. You know, the comparison that he often gets drawn to, rightly so, is is Mr. McMahon, because they're both billion-dollar 
wrestling Very company different owners. different characters and people. But completely different people. That's the point exactly. You know, you can't expect him to be as polished as Vince McMahon is now, you know, uh, or even as Vince was before because, again, two different people. Tony Khan definitely is on the spectrum somewhere. You know, just the fact alone that he has three incredibly senior positions at three incredibly large companies you know normally speaking one person would struggle to do any of those jobs individually but he's the head of the jaguars your research and development fulham football club ceo and aw ceo chief booker chief fucking whatever chief editor he's given himself multiple titles as well doesn't he uh sorry an analytics company or something as well. So I yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Got a so lot of like, things to do. The, the only way that you can... And, you know, he's, he's running for governor or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a brilliant night on Twitter. That was yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, the only way you can me- have mental space to be able to do all that is if you're on the spectrum of it. And I mean that in the, ni- in the nicest possible way. That's not an insult or a talking down anyway. It's just... Normal people do not have the mental capacity to do that, so you need to be special in the head to be able to do certain things like that. Obviously, that comes with, you know, personality traits as well. And him on camera, bless him, it's, it's not something that should happen very often because no, he's not very good at no. it. <laughs> um, he's but, had you no know, practice, in fairness. Like, he, he's never done this, so... No, and, like... It's a bit of fun. If you had another bike, I'd go out on, on to, in front of what? thousands of people we're probably gonna do the same thing like yeah <laughs> i'm gonna stamp my feet and scream and it's gonna be fantastic i love it think of the, on, the charlotte Charlie. flair school of promo talk louder oh, oh god Jesus. give you me tony can on promos any day ahead of charlotte <laughs> good god but like the you know, a lot of people are making the point and a right point i'd agree with is that the vince mcmahon interview with pat mcafee you know made him you know, you'd humanized him to a large degree this was a very human promo by Tony Khan on Dynamite. You know, because that's, you can imagine him being like that when the cameras are off as well, just being a little bit eccentric, talking very fast. If the crowd is loud or hot, or if it's at a party venue, you can imagine him being very animated like that. He's like I that didn't mind the scrums, like, so. Yeah, yeah, so, like, it is who he is. And, you know, I, I don't love it in terms of what I'm wanting to see it every week, but I'm not going to shit on him because that's just who he is as well, so. It was oh, yeah. fine. The announcement was cool for what it was. Probably overstated because, you know, that's what they've been doing for a while is hyping yeah. up an announcement and not necessarily living up to it. He's a promoter but, uh, at the end of the day. Like, it, it is what it was. I wouldn't shit on it. it was, it's cool and I'm intrigued to see where they go next. I assume it's something to do with HBO Max and them having a corner of that like WWE Network is on Peacock. Mm. Um, but... Let's see what they do, and very curious to see what the final figure paid for it was. Yeah, and as you said, it will. It's a publicly traded company, Sinclair, so the, the the real figure will come out. I just hope they didn't drop. People are speculating forty. I really, mm. really hope he did not pay forty million dollars for Ring of Honor, which was about oh, no. to die anyway. Yeah, you know, like if, so. one thing if you bought, including like a load of contracts stuff like that, but there was no yeah. contracts left. Mm-hmm. It's basically the ta- he bought the tape library. What the yeah. tape library, and the, and the, the IP brand. and the belts yeah. and stuff, and yeah. that's about it, yeah. Um, so I guess, are they going to create an, a YouTube show with for Ring of Honor, like replace one of the dark shows or something? Well, I mean, that's just use AW you, talent. That's what I do. Like, yeah. I'd probably replace Dark Elevation with Ring of Honor. Yeah. 
I mean, it does and have the name can, value, you know? You can tour it separately, have a separate roster. Like, it doesn't need to be like the, the way you're doing mm-hmm. Dark at the moment. You can do it li- like the likes of an NXT to a WWE. You can do it as its own separate brand and have its own booker or whatnot. And just, it could be similar to the way NXT should have been. Adrenaline in yeah. the soul. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that one. Um, but like, yeah, you can you can have that. And then you can have little crossovers of have, bringing people in and whatever. You know, you can do your own little gang warfare. Funny, Steve, that you've seen that song. Cody Rhodes. Because Mm -hmm. that's what the internet are thinking. The internet are thinking that Cody Rhodes is going to be brought back as head booker of the new rebooted Ring of Honor. Thoughts, emotions, feelings? Booing intensifies. (laughs) 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 Um, I I wouldn't be shocked. And let's just uh, recklessly speculate now that this is all a work the whole time. An Mm. elaborate work. Uh, No, I'm kid, but... um, I, if I was Cody, I'd be like, hey, buddy, I read on the internet you spent 20 to 50 million dollars on Ring of Honor and you couldn't give me three. What the fuck? Um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that'd that be a good way to get Cody back. Hey, you can book Ring of Honor. I, he'd How probably would, take you, it. would you book it under the umbrella of AEW? Or would, if, if you're kind of having it as a touring company or a broadcasting company on te- television... Would you run it as an independent show I mean, that if, can cross talent? If it's Tony that owns it and AEW doesn't own it, it's separate. Like, yeah. Is it though? You know, financially, I mean, you're just going to let people. Yeah. In kayfabe, they're the same thing right now. Yeah. Mm. Like it would be going up, I'd imagine, on the AEW YouTube channel. Because otherwise, what are you doing? You know, mm. you'd want the extra subscribers that might bring or whatever. And Ring of Honor um, Rampage on Friday nights. AW Ring of Honor. WWECW. Who knows? Um, not that bad, obviously. You could probably tempt Cody back with that if they wanted him back. That's the big thing there, if they actually want him. Uh, someone mentioned it a second ago. It's, I've scrolled past Oh, yeah, there it is. Cassidy Haynes. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's not the one I was looking for. Um, Cassidy Haynes himself actually reported today that the uh, Cody and WWE talks have fizzled out. Uh, he is the guy who reported the, the Daniel Bryan stuff, so he has a track record good. with AEW. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so no Cody at WrestleMania unless they pull something out of the bag last minute. It's very interesting, isn't it? Mm. As Cody asking for insane money, yeah. Mm. If 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 he if he's too rich for Vince's blood as well, considering the contracts they're throwing out for top talent. How much is he asking for? Yeah, but it would Vince consider him top talent? Like Vince, I know he he's in his own WWE bubble. I know like mm. he knows mm-hmm. AEW exists, but Cody left as Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's the whole um the element of getting Cody, the EVP, and the well, you know, one of the biggest stars mm. from AEW. Well, and is like, he is he the first one? He's he's the first one to jump, so it's a big statement. Let's follow so, up on that. You know, you say Cody left as Stardust, 100% correct. But Drew McIntyre left as part of 3MB. Yeah. But he, and then he, he came, came back. back up through NXT, though. So there was still some in universe building after True. he came back. Fair point. Um, but at least um, and don't back. forget, he came up to the main roster as Dolph Ziggler's lackey. Oh, yeah. Jesus, oh, yeah. God. Uh, Jordan said Meltzer did say this morning that WWE Creative is actively working on stuff for Cody so kind of hand wave the body slam report Mm. interesting 
The um, suppose I, both I, could be true, right? I don't think the, that Cody's biggest stumbling block with regards contract renewals and contract approaches with WWE is, is monetary. I think he wants creative control. It's not and that's where that WWE, like. No, yeah. he won't get that in WWE insofar as outright control, but I think he genuinely wanted outright control over him and possibly Brandy's booking within AEW. And Tony was like, hell no, you're not, you're not getting that. You're, you, you can stay, you'll be featured prominently, you can have a pay rise, you, you can have whatever you want, but creative still comes through me, which is absolutely fucking correct to do, be, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I think him going back to WWE, I think he, in his head, going back to WWE was about proving to the world and the universe within WWE that he shouldn't have been let go, that he was bigger than what he was allowed to show before. Um, but I think you're right. I think Vince doesn't see him as the top star that he thinks he is, and possibly that's where the the renewal or the the contract approach with WWE is failing. But th- that's the other thing that the bubble WWE exists in. Uh, Cody Rhodes going out and literally doing all the shit he did should have sent alarm bells off in that company. Look, how did mm-hmm. we fuck this up so much that we literally created our own competition here in a roundabout <laughs> way? Yeah. We fucked this up so badly because a guy didn't want to be Stardust anymore. Now we have competition pulling a million viewers every week. <laughs> and, and the critical response is, is so lopsided it's not even funny. So like that should be like, uh, maybe we shouldn't let Keith Lee go or we shouldn't let a, you know insert person here go. But he says he doesn't pay attention to anything other than the negatives. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but is that, it? that whole part of the conversation was such bullshit. <laughs> you know, yeah. That Vince listens to ideas. That if oh, Vince stop. doesn't like an idea, he'll still let it go. 100% bullshit. If Vince doesn't like an idea, it doesn't happen. It gets yeah. rewritten as the show's on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a question I would love to ask him in a genuine, que- in a, in a genuine interview. It's like, we've, you know, everyone has heard the reports of shows being rewritten multiple times, sometimes even being rewritten as the show is happening. Why the fuck is that happening? <laughs> you know? Yeah. How the fuck, with 30 years' experience, Nearly 40 years of live television. What was the, the oh, quote? Two, two, oh, two, two, live, two live shows a week. Two, two live, live shows a week, yeah. week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like saw Bix and Span. I knew he'd said it. I was like, that's not what he meant, Bix no. and Span. He meant fucking shows. Events. <laughs> not fucking live Smackdown and Raw for 40 oh, years. Jesus God Christ. Sake. Such a dumbass. <laughs> He's a dose. <laughs> ah, fucking hell. Give me strength. Uh, give but me yeah. Strength. Like and I did like what he said, and it it kind of rings true to what happened with Tony and um, Swole as well. You know, he if if you believe what he said, and that's that's the big asterisk right here. If you believe what he said, that you know he wants talent to bring the ideas and to drive their creative, mm-hmm. then you can understand why some people do better than others, and why others, you know only want to sit oh. on their couch playing with their dogs. Yeah, sorry. You were talking about Tony there. I was, I was laughing. Yeah. I was like, ha, coming with an idea to Vince. Lol. <laughs> 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 go, uh, go get into your, your new costume with a clock on it, Revival. Like, fucking hell. Yeah, like, that's the point there. You, you've hit nail on the head. The Revival. <sighs> like, two of the, I want to say, the modern day creative geniuses within the wrestling world. Because they will absolutely stand up for what they believe in. They will pitch ideas 
and they won't stand for a shitty booking and shitty creative, as proven. So that just goes completely against what Vince said, and this kind of proves my point is that you know he was just full of shit in that interview because if you want, if you don't listen to the likes of the revival with what they wanted to do, with what they could bring to the table, and instead wanted to give them that shitty gimmick that went viral with the clocks, what and they is confirmed wrong it was with true. You? Yeah, like what is um, your malfunction? Remember OC hot. Oh, oh Jesus! The shower thing. God's sake! You're like two of the best tag teams in the world, there, buddy. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Uh, uh, Ali, I'm sure all Ali day. Pitching things uh, left, right, and center. And oh, that <laughs> the, the campaign thing was amazing. Oh, Nick. That was so good. I uh, really wanted to find out what the specific idea was that uh, Vince knew Ali would never go for. I can only we can only assume you what know it was, exactly what it was. I'd, yeah. I'd love to know the specifics around it. I, and I believe Gordo about. called it a magic carpet situation. Mm. <laughs> so that should, yeah. I think we're in the world. world. Yeah. Best of both worlds. <laughs> Best of both worlds. He starts here tonight. Yeah, He's, not here. He's not here. He's not here. It's all good. Um, yeah. Um, people were real, real, real hyped on this CM Punk MGF thing that you could obviously see. We knew something was coming. But, uh, they pulled the ECW over the soup. Hanging motherfuckers off the ropes. Yes. Yes. So yeah. Bless, um, I, I haven't been listening to the soup much because I just haven't got around to it, but I listened to them a lot this week with traveling. Surprised they didn't like the punk MJF stuff from last week and, and this week either. Well, I missed last night. I haven't had a chance. Um... Yeah, it was. It was muddying the waters a lot too much. I feel. Yeah, possibly. Like you, you, uh, you obviously you want MJF to be your major heel in this, and that's what mm-hmm. obviously they tried to come out about with the show. But still, the fact that they didn't say that he didn't outright say that his story from last week was bullshit, and it's still a kayfabe and probably legit the true story. It's like it's still muddied the water. You still have like yeah. humanized your your big heel too much. I don't think they've humanized him too much at all. I think they've humanized him just enough. Because I, like you said there, in, in kayfabe and in possibly in real world as well, that is his backstory. That is the, the, the becoming of a villain. So this is something you can touch on throughout the years of punk or throughout the years of MJF as he narrates through a potential face turn in the future or he'll turn whatever it may be. He's never turned face. Probably not. Doesn't have to, but the seeds are there if he ever does want to do it. Because you know, ultimately, he was a good kid who was led down a dark path because his idols abandoned him. It's a very easy story to tell, and the whole like, like I keep saying it. This whole feud isn't about MGF and Punk. This whole feud is about MGF and Wardlow, and Punk is just a pawn in it. And that's why I'm enjoying it. Hella fun because. When Wardlow does finally snap, man, that roof's going to come off that building. I reckon it's, it's happening this Sunday. It's happening at the weekend, yeah. Uh, yes, Because he slapped him backstage later in the show as well, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put so him in his place. He said, yeah, basically you're employed by me, not by AEW. There you go. Like Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Wardlow to Ring of Honor confirmed. Uh, um, I, I assume yeah, um, we, we'll, we'll do predictions being probably later on. Depth. Yeah, Jordan, I'm, yeah, um, his character being given depth, people are not used to that with WD's four-week and we're done programming. It's a fair point. 
Um, like, yeah, we, we knew it was coming up um, from last week. Like, you just knew that was going to happen. Oh, yeah, um, literally. As, as soon as they went to go to the hog take, I was like, right, where does he get yeah, in the Yeah, here dick? we go, yeah, Here's yeah. the low blow. I was like, that hog, this hog, is, this is ha- lasting a long time. I'm really dragging this one out. Nakamura, um, go on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So even you can see in the chat there, it's it's not for everyone. It's, it's going to split opinion then. Because I think people didn't want MJF humanized at all in any way or, or like seen as, as weak and a bit marky or whatever. And yeah, what are you going to do? Not all these ones are going to hit. That, that part, I, I think there's went a little bit too much with it. I, I, right. I like the whole idea of the whole idea of humanism somewhat, but I just think they went too sympathetic. Right, right, I didn't, right. I didn't dislike it, but I just think they'd probably went a bit too sympathetic with it. They did um, And I'd, I'd, I'd say that in the sense that, you know, that I believe that in even in canon, in kayfabe, that what he said was true. But how he acted was an act in kayfabe as well. It was all to lure in punk mm. in kayfabe, in there and then. The story is still true, but he overplayed it and he overreacted simply to get that moment with punk to lure him in, trick him, kick him in the dick and hang him from the fucking ropes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it absolutely did make punk look like an idiot. Like completely. Um, For the sake of it, one week. I, I Again, I'm going to put a pin in that for now for the simple reason that the whole punk story arc of him coming back is him questioning himself questioning you know does he still have it for example was he right to leave is he right to come back and this was another element of punk questioning himself you know when he quit in 2014 jesus did my actions then have impact for people i never met before you know, so there's a whole different, there's a layer to it that I don't think was very well kind of shown on screen. But if you dig into it, and you know, it's supposed to be fair, if you dig into anything, you can find what you want or what what people may never see. But I think it's it's a layer to Punk that, you know, he's questioning himself as well. So depending on where they go with that, when he's done with this whole Punk Wardlow MGF feud, it'll probably be more self-exploration with whatever he does next as well. Um, yeah, it just seemed considering it was punk and he did mention in his promo, you know, like just can't shake the feeling that I'm being had type of thing. So it yep. was surprising. I thought maybe he'd go for the kick and then punk was wearing a cup, you know, or something like that. Or, you know, cause all he was like, oh, I've got you buddy. Um, but I, I did like the touch of Spears and FTR on the stage blocking wrestlers coming out to save him. Cause too often you see the heel or the baby face getting beaten up by 16 heels and nobody coming out to help him. It mm. just in wrestling in general. So I thought that was a nice little touch that they, they closed that little plot hole as well. Yes, big time. Um, but that was good. Um, anything from the show? Because I assume we're going to be ages doing predictions. Anything, anything kind of jump out other than... That was the main thing from the show. Well, um, time-wise, the Tag Royale went on forever. It sure did. It did Top because it was, back. Yeah. it was a Royal Rumble tag team. Tag team Royal Rumble, even. Yeah, it's kind of a cool, it's cool concept. Yeah, it was a decent concept. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very much enjoyed that. Uh, Darius Martin is back. That was a surprise. Yeah, doesn't look like he missed a beat considering it was no. a year out. Yeah, uh, Brian Daniels and Christopher Daniels, very fun match. Yeah, uh, Christopher Daniels' eye is genuinely like that, is it? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just um, thought that something... was an angle on BT. <laughs> no, Same. No. I thought that. Yeah. No, it's uh, what is it? Uh, something to do with the blood or something? I don't. I don't know. It's totally fucked. His eye is black. Like it's insane. But can that be fixed? Even I wonder. Like, like his that's... literal eyeball. I don't mean like he's got a black eye for a year. His literal eyeball is completely black. It's fucking crazy. Man, man. Um, um, anything else on the show? Bucks qualified as we knew they would. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, I thought they would do the the, well, the double cross there when, especially with the fact that Red Dragon were out there. But mm. I suspect they might be saving that for the pay per view. Oh yeah. Um, um, Brian and Brian and Mox had their kind of promo off, uh, which is strange because it's getting very heated when. I don't know, is it earned that it's just heated? Or they're just like, fuck it, we're just going to kill each other and then be pals afterwards? Maybe that's the whole plan. Mm. Yeah. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Um, Caesar Benoni died via Wardlow. <laughs> and uh, Undisputed, Red Dragon and Cole. I, just, I look at their names and I say Undisputed Era. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, defeated Hangman. Oh yeah, the thing at the end with Hangman getting tied up in the ropes crowd weren't into it or they were a bit like why are you doing it to hangman <laughs> why are you being a dick to hangman he's a cowboy and so on um that match should be good i feel for hangman and cole they yeah it, it feels under undercooked yeah said it mm. last few weeks it's the afterthought of the show uh they it will main event though apparently isn't that the story that it is main yeah. eventing confirmed so they'll, just, they'll just go out and have a banger and people be like damn why wasn't I paying attention to this yeah but that's the way all of Paige's matches lately have been it's he's had yeah. bangers and then everyone's like oh yeah. cool what's that else on it's like he's had like his run hasn't been bad like Sean is saying there he's, Paige has fallen flat but I can't figure out why mm. he's right he's doing he's not doing anything wrong and he's having really good matches and the stories are alright for what mm. he's doing it's just something's just not clicking with him as champ is and it just like the constant debuts and huge announcements and stuff like that, or he's kind of faded into the background where Kenny Omega was the focal point of the show for a year or whatever when he was the champion? Yeah. Maybe it's just, you know, a like, part of the, yeah, anyway. To me, like the, the biggest storyline happening in AEW right now is, is Punk MJF. That's, that's the biggest match from what I can see on the pay-per-view. So mm. I think his reign is suffering from the fact that the bigger stars, kind of like the Danielsons and the Punks, <laughs> ironically, um, you know, Punk suffered from this in WWE when he was champ, yeah. that he never got to main event, any pay-per-view. Mm. <laughs> when John Cena wasn't champ, he was still the main event. So it's, it's, it's the inverse of that for him. And maybe it's, you know, terrible He's like, I did right. it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I maybe finally right made become it. what you hate. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely you are the New York Yankees. <laughs> You're a Jeter. Um, <laughs> I wonder, is it a case that they're like, obviously Punk and MGF have had a promo off almost every week for about six years now. So I wonder, is it just a case that like Pangman and Cole didn't get the TV time? They didn't get the, the promo off the, the 15 minute segments or the, you know, they didn't have that level of a thing. Plus, the main story in that whole angle is the elite having tension. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots the, of stuff going on. And it uh, sounds bad to say this. 
but Hangman isn't exactly a strong personality on the mic. You know, he he's doesn't right. deliver a great promo. He's good. He's he's grand, but it's, when you think of being the top guy in the company, he's not quite there yet in terms of being able to captivate people with the mic. He's great chasing as an underdog. Mm. Yeah. On top doesn't work as well. Yeah. I mean, he had that cowboy shit promo, which I thought was really good. It's one of the best promos they've had. Um, that was fun. You know, the, the week before the title match or whatever. I don't think... The, yeah, it was, it's just nothing he's doing wrong. No, no. I just think that there's other things hotter in the, on the show is probably the yeah. issue. Like he needs to talk less and kick ass more, if you know what mm. I mean. Maybe go down the Stone Cold route of not talking, but just going out and stunning someone, you know. And that's what's going to kind of establish him and establish the reign more importantly. I still think he's going to beat Adam Cole um, because his title reign needs it and I don't think Adam Cole needs the belt just yet. Um, But yeah, I'd love for him just to go out and start, you know, kicking ass for a while. Whatever, Um, whatever, whatever's happening on the show, just be the, be the sheriff in town. So if, if shit's breaking down, he's the guy that goes out, you know, figuratively speaking, stuns a load of people and just fucks off with a beer. That's what's going to establish him as a top star. Um, Cain Velasquez. Ah, good looking jail. Yeah, he's done. Um, he committed I mean, crime. There's no I mean, way around I, it. I mean, I get it. You know, I mean, I, I can, totally yeah, get it. He has his reasons that are pretty valid, but still, the shot a guy like, yeah, and he it was the bystander as well. It wasn't yeah. the actual guy. I it mean, the stepdad. It's one of those things where I'm like. Damn, I'm sorry, Kane. I gotta send you to jail. I mean, I don't feel good about this, but you know, that's it's he's fucked. He's totally fucked. There's I, there's no way. His out only of this. his only chance is if he gets a very good lawyer. He gets a very lenient judge, but like, there's no way that he should be acquitted of an attempted murder charge. There isn't. Yeah, like even no. even in America, where sorry, American people, crazy shit does happen a.k.a. O.J. Simpson. Even if he gets a suspended sentence, I think that's absolutely fair with the context of what happened. But you can't not charge and convict someone of attempted murder when they chase someone down and shoot a gun at you. Mm. Simple as. I mean, I'd like to not charge him. You know, that kind of way, I'm like, man, I kind of see what you you were going for there. I kind of wish you killed him. You know? (laughs) But unfortunately... What are you going to do? Yeah. He had to have known when he got in the car and did that, what was going to happen. Well, it was premeditated. He brought a gun with him. Yeah. Simple you don't as. bring a gun with you unless you plan to use it. Yeah, it did, and it was daytime as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So, like, he was never going to get away with this. Also, like, like, why did you bring the gun? You could kill him anyway without a gun. Yeah. yeah. Your former UFC world champion. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <sighs> Oh, well. Yeah, look, I would have done it too, kind of thing. You know, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's it's like, ah, mm, I mean, what you did is technically wrong, but <laughs> it's like two, two wrongs oh, yeah, right in this situation. Right yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah, if you'd only shot him right between the eyes. Well, ah. well I don't know. It's, again, catching up on the soup and Mish went into it in more detail. Apparently... The guy that he was shooting at is the son 
uh, of the owners of a childcare service that Cain Velasquez's nephew was at. Mm. And the son was recently released from prison uh, for a felony relating to being a predator or being like a sex offender. So he shouldn't have been around kids in the first place. So no neither question. of them were squeaky clean. No. Mm. So his parents obviously let him you know, either live, work, or be around children that they were protecting. So they were 100% negligible for allowing that to happen. So the guy that got shot, definitely not an innocent bystander here. Mm. In, the, in the broadest sense of the term. Fiddle dee dee. What a shame. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I completely uh, agree with you. Like in, in martial law, kill yeah. that hunt. But yeah. in, the, in the modern society that we live in, you can't go around killing people. Oh, what <laughs> if I really want to? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Fine. Have a one year suspended sentence. You don't do it again now, Cain Velasquez. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I would be 100% perfectly satisfied with that being the result. Yeah. I wouldn't want him to yeah. go to prison, but I want him to get convicted of attempted murder just because yeah. that's the right thing to fucking do. Yeah, you can't set is, the yeah. precedent that people can just go around killing people because for whatever reason, they'll, they'll justify going to kill someone. Well, he rolled over my toe with his car, so I'm going to shoot him in the head. You know, it's... I mean, fair enough, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's like okay Kane, I really hate to do it I have to give you 20 years suspended we'll see you later have a good life <laughs> bye um, <laughs> and don't you shoot any more child molesters <laughs> wink wink uh, uh, here's your gun back wink <laughs> he literally into the microphone wink <laughs> you're doing a great job buddy keep it up <laughs> um so yeah, uh, AEW Revolution card. There was an L debut on Dark Elevation. Oh, there, Martina. Yeah. yeah. And regular Dark. She, she did uh, that, that, that taping too. All kinds of Dark. You can see what music they give her on Dark. Yeah. She, 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 it, was, it was like an entrance in ring for Elevation, but she probably had a proper mm. entrance in Dark, so we'll see what music they give her. And nice. her match on Elevation was with Ruby Soho, so, yeah. you know, that's Pretty a very good. prominent match to get. Yep. Delighted for, for her. her. I think we, yeah, we all her. assumed it was going to happen when she was going over to uh, Orlando to meet Convenient, her friend. Conveniently I saw her going tweeting about going to Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. yeah, I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she, got, she got a bad run with Ring of Honor. She had just signed for Ring of Honor and then fucking COVID hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like. And now she signed for Ring of Honor again. Yeah, pretty much. Um, ah, no, delight of her. Yes, sir. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, we get the graphic at some point. Yes, the all elite. Mm. Um, so it's looking like there's a lot of pre-show matches here. Um, so Hook versus QT Marshall. Obviously, QT Marshall squash match. You know, he'll just oh, take yeah, that hook kid, just yeah, wipe yeah, the yeah. floor with him. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be some sending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Three three hooks there. Uh, <laughs> Layla Hirsch versus Chris Chris Statlander. Mm-hmm. This is weird. One. This is what Statlander is technically the heel in this one, but is it the heel? She's not really the heel, is she? She's been she cutting something about adopting someone. I'm gonna yeah. go make tinkles. I'll be right back. Oh yeah, she said that this is or she, 
Leila Hirsch is kind of acting out because her parents didn't love her, wasn't it? Yeah, there was some very Healy promos cut anyway on this one. Um, I reckon Leila's going to win it though. Ooh. I think Statlander's added like she's had a bit more prominence, so I think give Leila a bit of a push. Hmm, I don't know. Pre-show, so it doesn't really matter either way. Although. Is the pre-show canon in AEW? Does it does it matter? Yeah, it does. Like, I mean, Steve still won't watch it, but, you know, it's canon. <laughs> no. He won't watch the show anyway. <laughs> Mainly because the pay-per-view is going to last seven and a half hours. I'm, I'm after taking Monday off. Um, I am too, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go for Chris. I, I don't know. I, I like Layla, but it feels like this should be it. Nice filling for time, boys. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're struggling <laughs> at the end. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Tay Conti, TBS Championship. Jade retains. Yep. Yeah. Too soon. Yep, Plus, yep. whoever does end up beating her for the first time, they're going to get a mighty rub for it. And I don't think Tay needs us, really. Tay doesn't need the rub. No, she's getting too much of that. Too much, yeah. <laughs> don't talk about the You just wouldn't know about it, though. Yeah, no. shouldn't be known about it. No, we don't, uh, we don't watch your life at all. We, we, we don't no. interfere with that. No, no. Do not interfere with their personal lives no. if they post pictures. They of. told us. No, they were very clear. I had to go out of my way to block both of them on Twitter just so I wouldn't interfere <laughs> with their lives. <laughs> See, that's, that's the way to go. Uh, AHFO. Uh, so Andrade Alidlo, Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy versus, ah, the man himself. Stay out of his personal life. Sammy Guevara, Sting, and Darby Allen. A weird match. A tornado match as well. Is it? Oh, sorry. I meant to scroll over. Yeah, six-man tornado tag team match. I'm on my phone, so I'm seeing uh, bits and pieces here. So I'll keep it in the middle so I can see it all. Why is it Andrade, Matt, and Isaiah? I'm assuming this what? is the breakup angle where Matt Hardy leaves the, the group. Mm, and then finds well, a different partner. one out there? Mm-hmm. Who could it be? Hmm. Uh, I know, um, like, yeah, they, they did a promo just to, like, he was like, Isaiah Cassidy, and, like, Mark Quinn wasn't pissed about it around, you think he would mm. be, why did they pick Cassidy over me, but, mm. eh, I don't know. And why is Sammy with Sting and Darby? Because reasons. That's what I don't get, because they have, they have a title match tonight, don't they? Yeah, Sammy's defending against Andrade and Darby. Weird. I think, isn't it? Uh, is it just to get Sting on the card, probably? <sighs> the way to just get Sting there, yeah. Seems like Probably. they could have done it in multiple different ways that would have made a little bit more sense in cafe, but yeah, it's a tough match for a show that's quite stacked and has lots of big matches they built up. Well, this one is kind of just thrown in there, yeah, for the sake of getting people on the show. This is the one where on Monday morning everyone's gonna be like, Oh, that fucking six man tag match, you know, it went on for 20 <laughs> minutes and the show was five hours yeah, long. It's, it's gonna be sting, it's a sting match, it's not gonna it's a sting match, so right? yeah, very true, very true. Uh, everyone will love it, that'll be it, yeah. I'll go with Sting and the two kids. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Assuming Sammy Sammy retains as well, he'll have to win the TNT title on Dynamite next week against the winner of the ladder match. Mm -hmm. Busy week for Sammy. Exactly. Um, Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. uh, Three-way tag match for the AW World title. Red champs retain. I'm gonna go red dragon. I'm gonna go red dragon as well. Yeah, yeah. 
there has to be a big falling out here or screwing over. Of, uh, it's it's going to mm. be like like Bucks are going to do all the moves about to get the pin. Red Dragon, uh, one of the Red Dragon, throw him off and get the pin instead. Like Jurassic Express are taking the pin. Oh. Yeah. Transition shows. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm okay. Um, Although I, I suspect they probably weren't meant to get the titles anyway. I think that might have been called on the fly when um, Ray Phoenix got injured. Mm. Yeah. Did it look very confused at the end of that match, if I remember correctly? Yeah. Um, so are we all... Oh, so two Red Dragon and Fitz, you're saying Jurassic Express, is it? Only because I don't know if the Red Dragon Young Bucks need the titles just yet. And Jurassic Express could easily develop a new feud with Santana Ortiz and, or FTR around the titles while Red Dragon and the Young Bucks are doing their thing. So for that logic, I'm sticking with Jurassic Express, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if it goes like Nick said. Cool. Um, so unless they do a thing where Jurassic Express, you know, somehow re- retain due to the other lads fighting, because the rumor is that when Kenny Omega comes back, the trio's titles are coming in. So I'd imagine it's going to be Cole and the, and the lads against Bucks and Kenny. Mm-hmm. And they'll but that'll be the final of whatever tournament they run. Yeah. So maybe they, maybe they keep the titles on Jurassic Express uh, for now. Then, uh, John Moxley, like, Brian so, Danielson. Oh, sorry. You, you, sorry, you could sw- uh, have Red uh, Dragon take the titles and then have a rematch on Dynamite and Box screw Red Dragon out and Jurassic Express are back champs again. But they continue on both the stories mm-hmm. the way Fitz was saying. Could do. True. Um, and uh, don't forget the. Double or nothing is only two months away, so it's a it's a short run in for that pay per view. So you could potentially see some form of rematches from this card into that one. Here you go, uh, Moxley and Danielson. I have no idea who's going to win this match. No, and I love it. Mm. I'm going to assume Mox gets the rub just because he's an AEW original. I, yeah, Maybe. I can see Mox winning, and they still forming a team. I like that. Yeah. I think there's too much investment in this team idea for them not to do it. So yeah. mm-hmm. he's never beaten Brian Danielson. That's the whole story. True. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd, either way, the match is going to fuck. Yeah. I'm going to say a time limit draw. <laughs> but both lads covered in blood. That could work. That's my official prediction. Danielson a time limit draw, though? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Another one. This Never guy just can't beat people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think more than likely it'll be a Moxley win, but I'm going to go. I'll go for a draw. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm going Mox. Mox, yeah. Wow. Daniel Bryan, buried. Buried. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jericho Kingston, for the love of God, Eddie Kingston Please, has to win this match. Yeah. As, as much as win this Jericho's match. got himself at the gr- incredible yeah. shape compared to what he was a few months ago. But yeah, like yeah. Kingston needs the win here. The character of Eddie Kingston needs this win. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it means no, I mean no harm to Jericho in any way there. I just think that they, I, I watched that promo you told me to watch. The, um, the one was it last week or two weeks ago where did the promo off. Um, yeah. Eddie, Eddie can't win the big one I mean he's obviously winning the match he has to I think this whole feud was built for that sole specific purpose mm-hmm. for Jericho to put him over and Eddie finally to have a big win because he's lost yeah. the title match against Mox he's lost the the punk TNT. match uh, he's, he's lost TNT against Cody you know he's, he's literally never won a big match in AEW 
So he needs this. And this is a very yeah. easy win to give them because it'll cost Jericho nothing. Yeah, and, and Jericho it also, did mention, he mentioned himself, you know, I'm the big one here, not Keith Lee, not Punk, not Adam Cole, all the, you know, he's the one. The he, he, he's the mm. one. So that they, they, it's all set up. Eddie Kingston gets the win. Yeah, plus um, it has the added nuance of, you know, Santana and Ortiz. So mm. Eddie winning just helps drag them over to his side even more and Jericho spiraling even more. So if Jericho wins this, I would be absolutely shocked. Yeah. What was the thing with Are We Good and then only Ortiz fist bumped Jericho? Santana didn't. They both did. Yeah, did they? they? Yeah, they both did. Okay, all right. Cool. Um, I don't think they're good, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, no. I go to the ladder match last before the main event, then. Oh, wait, no, that's tied into the TNT title, so it doesn't matter. Never mind. Okay, so Keith Lee, uh, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Wardlow, Christian Cage, or Ethan Page. Oh, wait, Christian Cage or Ethan Page. So that's yeah, the last spot. Ah, uh, okay. Face of the Revolution ladder match for an AEW title. Uh, TNT title match. Um, are we assuming there's going to be a surprise participant in this match? There's no TBA here. I do, yeah, yeah, usually they'd say TBA on these, I, and they haven't, unless someone you know gets taken out earlier in the night, but mm. I don't see it happening, really. Mm. They don't need to do which any is, debuts. Which is hilarious, now. considering all the debuts so far, and they don't, yeah. have, a, they don't have a debut for the, the ladder matches. is mad. I say Wardlow, and then he ends up taking the title off Sammy, and then... MGF gets pissed that Wardlow's a champ. They've been building Wardlow for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, like Keatley is the obvious thing, but I reckon Team Taz are going to screw Keatley over. Which yeah, is why he's not going to get it, and that's going to continue that feud. Uh, it's not going to be Orange Cassidy. It's not going to be Christian Cage or Ethan Page. Um, that's everyone taken out. Wardlow's the only one that makes sense to me there. Uh, I think Ethan Page. Ugh. For the sole reason they had the whole thing brewing with him and Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert, you know, the, the, the constant nagging at Sammy for the matches and all that sort of stuff, and when they were Jericho and all that sort of jazz, they have a pre-built story. I think Sammy gets, quote-unquote, hurt in their Tornado tag match, and then Page takes the title next week. If it goes like Nick says and Lee gets taken out by Team Taz, because Nick's right, Keith Lee is the obvious one here. Um, you know, he was the the most recent surprise. Dominant debut. Wins the first pay-per-view match he's in. Wins the title straight away. It, you know, logically, that's how you would do it. But I think those swervers... Would you not put Christian in the match? If to have his cleared. name on the pay-per-view. Well, I suppose he's cleared because he's having a match tonight, but mm. he hasn't wrestled in two months. months? Mm. Yeah. Since September, somebody said. In a singles match. Mm. Steve, you were saying about a TBA or a TBD. Who would you mm. put in if you were having a new surprise? Uh, ain't nobody mm. uh, could so answer a question like that. A big swerve, so. A big swerve, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, swerve would be the guy. Uh, hopefully. He's free and clear. Or top dollar, you know? Someone big like that. <laughs> uh, Swerve is the obvious one because he's apparently signed. So just hasn't debuted yet. Um, 
I'm going to go with Wardlow, but I, I do think that I think they probably will put Christian in this match. Um, just to have a name on the pay per view. Not like yeah. the pay per view needs any more names, but I could see them putting Christian in there. I reckon Christian uh, as well. Yeah. Christian in a ladder match. Never yeah. shocking. Uh, singles match for the women's title. Uh, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, who was apparently injured. I saw on Twitter mm. today. Uh, confirmed uh, not injured. Confirmed not injured. Okay. Yeah. Vehemently denying reports of injury. Weird. How did that rumor start then, I wonder? The internet. <laughs> the internet. Um, uh, she wore um, a strapping around her thigh in a match on, on Dynamite. And people thought she might have took a knock during the match, but... Right. This is another match that's slightly undercooked for me for the pay-per-view. Mm. I mean, Thunder was a pin Brett Baker on Dynamite this week. Did, but, you know, considering they had literally the match of the year last year at St. Patrick's Day Slam or whatever they call it. Doesn't, it doesn't count, though. Unsanctioned, granted. Sanctioned, but. can't be in the run. <laughs> <laughs> However, that was such a good match. And the story around that at the time was great. And they did the thing like Hangman and Kenny to a degree as well, where they dropped it off and, you know, they built it back up again. I don't know if they built it up strong enough for the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I think this genuinely could have been the main event of the show had they given it a, a better lead in to the show. Now, I think they might ultimately continue this through to double or nothing. Yeah, but... I do, I, I, yeah, I reckon Brit's retaining here, but it's probably not the end of the feud. As you said, it did it, wasn't the f- this doesn't feel like the feud ender match yes i and i'd be happy with that too Britt wins via shenanigans not necessarily roll up but you know she's got her two stooges but they've been have been teasing the brit and jamie hater breakup as well so do you factor that in in which case thunder rosa could take it give it to thunder rosa and give her a proper belt Get rid of that stupid belt they have. <laughs> hey, they went up one size, you know. They went yeah. up one size, yeah. <laughs> um, Punk MJF then. I mean, it has to be a MJF. MJF. Yeah. No, it has to be Punk. That's the thing. It also has to be Punk because he took two <laughs> losses. It te- technically. No, um, I think Nick might have mentioned it earlier. I, my PC's going but, again. Later. Oh, oh, no, wait, no. I'm back. No, it didn't hey. crash. It didn't crash. <laughs> Uh, but this is where I think the whole Wardlow aspect of the story comes into it this is obviously going to be a very bloody hardcore dirty gritty match and it's going to come to a point where MGF will call on Wardlow to help him in one shape or form whether it's giving him the ring or getting involved and giving him a powerbomb or whatever and as Wardlow says no and you know he ultimately snaps out of it and hits MGF and Punk gets the win through you know whatever means he finishes the match with but that's what's going to cause the win for Punk and it kind of you know gives him the win back after MGF stole one in Chicago yep. and then that moves on MGF and Wardlow to to be continued into the next uh, pay-per-view and Punk will go on his merry way and feud with someone else yep I think Wardlow involvement there definitely for mm-hmm. Punk to win I think that makes um, sense in my mind. I, I, yeah. if, if that doesn't happen, I genuinely don't know how they finish this match. And I don't know how yeah. I'd want it to either. So if that doesn't happen, I would be surprised either way with whatever happens in that match. Cool beans. Um, Hangman versus Adam Cole. Uh, you address him by his full proper title? Uh, Adam Cole. Bebe. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, yeah, Paige, Paige needs the other, another win. I, I know we say that every time Paige is a title match, but he needs to build up his yeah. win. And this match is going to hump. This is going to feel like a, a Johnny Gargano NXT match. Not that it goes too long. Don't tell people that. Will. People hate those matches. They hate uh, those on matches. The, on the internet. Mm. Johnny Gargano Andrade from uh, NXT. Oh, that was a good match. Philadelphia? Uh, Possibly. I, can never, I, I can't ever draw comparisons mm. to what the name is, but that match humped big time, and I think that this match is going to hump big time, even though the story might not necessarily live up to the hype. But the match will. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's I guess that they're going to break off into the uh, Red Dragon versus the Elite thing. Yeah, so I, I, I don't hope, see Cole winning. I just hope they don't do too much fuckery, you know, because obviously mm. with the Elite involved and you got the Dark Order and all, I hope it is just a match between the two of them. I don't want to see too much because it's going to be fuckery in other matches on the show. I don't want fuckery yeah. in this match. Yeah. Chances of Adam Cole winning percentage wise. I mean, he is super over with the crowd, so I, I, would, I wouldn't say no, but I, I'm going to say no. But like, yeah, there's a possibility. It's not like it's insane to think of it. I think the crowd reaction is going to be interesting. Not that they'll boo Hangman, just that they'll be very into Cole winning the match. Where's the nonsense in Orlando? Um, I think Cole will heal up the crowd pretty quick. And I think Hangman will do the, the baby face rise up as well. So mm. I think it might start mm. out a bit blurred, but I think it'll establish itself fairly quick. And that's the pay-per-view. So I what happens do, uh, as we go off the air? At quarter past five in the morning Irish time. Yeah. yeah. Um, See, there's no big debut you're going to have come out at the end of the show for this one because there's no oh, one really... Unless you have <laughs> that, but I don't see that happening. No, a new chapter running shows at the minute. Yeah, sure. It's Major the cup. Major Bank Cup. Um, um, like, here comes the money. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> Shane's he's not there. here. Yeah. <gasps> Jericho week. Logic. Oh, it's Jericho Logic. Shane McMahon is here and he's coming for Hangman's title. <laughs> yeah, confirmed. <laughs> like, from the matches earlier in the show, who would be your next contender for Paige? If, for winner from earlier in the show. Is it like Moxley um, Danielson, who we've already seen the Danielson feud. So if Moxley wins that one, is yeah, they're teasing a tag. Punk MJF, as you mentioned, if if Punk wins that, then maybe Punk Page. Ooh, yeah, I think Antox kind of said make that like a number one contenders match, Punk mm. and uh, MJF. Uh, mm. Punk makes sense, and it's an interesting one as well. You know, Punk being straight edge, Hangman being the drunken cowboy. You could definitely. You know, blur a lot of lines with that storyline. Mm. Big baby faces though as well. So it's kind of an odd one. Not that they normally don't really give too they don't care too much about that, but it's too big popular of baby faces. So I think it's an odd one. Uh I, no, because I'm predicting punk. I was gonna say MGF seems to be the one that'd be up next in general, but Andrade. MGF's gonna be busy. Yeah. Andrade. Mm. Oh, Malachi Black. Where is he? No, what's the rankings? Because they might go by that. Oh yeah, let's have a look. Unless they're going to have a tournament to supersede the rankings again, That's like they do every time. They do. <laughs> and we had two battle royals for the tag titles, like this, the yeah. last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, haven't that. announced ones for this week yet. So this is last week's rankings, but uh, 
Cole, obviously, number one. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs is number two. Lance Ooh. Archer, third. Wardlow, fourth. And Dante Martin, fifth. Hmm. Orange Cassidy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God, no. Please, no. Um... That's interesting. So there's no there's no contender currently at the moment being built up. Unless we're just not thinking of someone that's been built off to the side. I, I guess it would like it could be punk. Yeah, punk is punk. the only one I can see yeah. that makes sense. It's yeah. the only one that I can think of. Adrenaline. Oh yes. That's how you go off the air. <laughs> you got a top Brad. Adam Cole and Brian Danielson appearing at the end of that pay-per-view. Nothing will top the sound of Cody Rhodes' music hitting and I'm coming up from the stage. But Bradley has to and win him too, otherwise it's... Oh, like, God, yeah. Know. And the yeah. dog and Aaron yeah. and DDP <laughs> and, and Tommy Dreamer, uh, Stephen Amell, all the lads, the entire Nightmare family. Dusty himself. And does, uh, yeah. Oh, does, hey, bring the statue, you know? And you gotta get the, you gotta get the chandelier back. You gotta get his chandelier back because it is, is it a Cody entrance without the chandelier? You um. know? Adrenaline will be in our souls at quarter past five on Sunday or on Monday morning watching this pay-per-view. And he's going to go, I fooled you. I fooled you all. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor Invasion. Now, that could be interesting, but they mm. currently have no contracted wrestlers. So it would be very much they, a fighting they, for the brand loyalty thing. They still have champions. John and Gresham are still the Ring right. of Honor champs. Yeah, and Bandito. That's true. Would Bandito win it back? No, they're both champion. Oh, they're both champs. Yes, they are both champs. They're having a title versus title match at uh, um, Super Weekend. Card of Honor. Yeah. Mm. Is that still happening now? That yeah, changed, well, it's, it? yeah, apparently it's yeah. still been advertised. Okay. Yeah, they announced Swerve the other day. So mm. yeah, um, yeah, and their women's champion is Diana Parazzo. So mm-hmm. that could be interesting considering she's an Impact talent. Yeah, yeah. Was it Rhett Titus? Is the Pure champ, he's one of the champs as well. Uh, TV champ, I think. TV champ, that's what he is. Um, I can't remember who pure champ is. He's not very good. The Briscoe still tag champs, yeah, yeah. That they're they're having a match with the good brothers on impact. Uh, I think it's WrestleMania weekend. There's an impact pay per view tomorrow night, by the way. No, yeah, yeah, every week with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's so they're many actually, lately. They're actually great because you're like, oh, sure, that's on now. I'll, I'll, I'll play a bit of FIFA while that's on before I go to bed. It's just handy. Um, that's the pay-per-view. Um, uh, premium live event, excuse me. Uh, no, it's uh, pay-per-view. I have to, I have so, to actually well, pay pay-per-view. It actually yeah, is yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor won the US title. That's good. Way. Uh, Damien Priest nearly made it to WrestleMania, but uh, the beatdown ensures a Balor and um, Priest at WrestleMania for the US title. What? Yeah, the shitty turn. Yeah, there was, there was, there was two heel turn segments back-to-back on Raw this week. Um, so Damien Priest lost the match fair and square and then he beat the living piss out of Balor Has afterwards Priest not been turning heel for a while nah it's just that's from, from what I've been reading side you know and the Priest I side and like, I haven't been watching two so personalities going off what yeah. I see on yeah things, on he snaps is the whole thing it's like um, you know if you piss him off if you try and cheat against him is how it started off if someone tries to you know hit him with the ring bell or something he loses the head and he kills you but he's still a baby face kind of thing. But he's been leaning more heel, and this was the official heel turn. Um, and then back-to-back was Edge had the heel turn on AJ then to end the show, which was quite cool. He nakamura him. Yeah, wear a cup, AJ. For the love of God, <laughs> man. 
Uh, that concerto, myself and Gorda were talking about it. Little snug. Little bit, little bit snug, yeah. I think he caught him with that chair. I am convinced of it. Maybe he pulled up at Justin late. It looked very, very close. And if it, uh, AJ is an incredible seller, but anyway. So Edge is the heel now. Who got injured on Raw this week? Randall uh, Keith Orton. Orton yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. 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 And that yes. very unsafe worker, Montez Ford. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, we never talked about Nia Jax. Oh, the human. Just while I'm on trend. Funny you shared, I think Fitz shared a tweet. It's like, <laughs> was it Nia Jax is the first wrestler to, what was it, to get CTE? First wrestler who's given out CTE and received CTE. What was it? Something like that. Can't remember. Uh, oh, it was good. So it's a shame it's escaped me. Um, oh, she's the first wrestler to suffer from CTE by, you know, dropping people on their heads. Drop, oh, dropping other people on their heads. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> <Yeah>. was. Actually, <laughs> um, she can control her narrative. It's fine. <laughs> She'll be there controlling uh, her narrative. She'll be there. Like um, questioning Ukraine. Oh, fuck off. Oh, fuck off. It's one of those ones where you're like, yep, yeah, you got that release right. Took you too long to get rid of her, but yeah, you got that, that was right. Overdue. Yeah. Long overdue. Yep. <clears throat> That's the show. That is the uh, audio podcast about wrestling for this NXT week. also sure. happened. It sure did. What happened? Was there someone injured off a moonsault or something? I didn't see it. Um, um, Gordo mentioned Mary, it. Someone got hurt. Yeah. Mary Miller. Mary. Yes. Lash Legend it's, apparently injured her, but I... I I didn't see it to be honest. So I, 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 it was on while I was doing other things. I don't remember mm. that being a thing. I don't know. I'd notice it on it. Oh, I, might, um, I must go back and watch the Gunter and Solo Sokoa match. Actually, um, who? I went to uh, Gunter. Is his name the fellow from Friends? The yeah. the guy from the yeah. Jeez, that's a weird career turn. Mm. Walter, I think he used to be called. Oh, they meant they they up all the commentators, both commentators call him Walter different places through the match. Oh, really? It's just, it's just <laughs> natural, <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I was in bed early, like every night this week. So, apart from Monday, because I was off uh, until eleven on Tuesday. Carmelo Hayes and Pete Dunne had a good match, though, for the the North American title, the main event. Can't imagine them having a bad match. To be yeah, fair, exactly. Ring of Honor Invasion that's in bad taste Sean have some respect (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, tell me this the big UFC pay-per-view this weekend um, yep Colby Covington and Gamebred Masvidal who you got Mm. Uh, Jorge got a new contract on a two fight losing streak (laughs) so he's doing well for himself he Uh, throws money he does I think Colby will beat him unfortunately I think you're right yeah I would love Masvidal to fucking knock him out in seven seconds with a big dirty knee again oh gotcha but that stuff is fucking MAGA hat down his throat yeah good times uh, unfortunately we are out of time uh, so because it's time for me to get some fucking food I've been sitting here since <laughs> this morning I gotta go uh, okay cool beans um, yeah enjoy the pay-per-view and stuff uh, what are we doing are we doing fall guys if there's a proper event on potentially I won't be on tonight, but I'll be on tomorrow night. Okay. Right. I might do some seafood then. Hmm. I'll seafood you. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. We'll, we'll let people know. We'll figure, we'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm on my own house for the weekend. Ooh. I'm on my own myself tonight as well. Good times. How's All the ladies are away. Hmm? 
How's your stoned dog? She's okay. She's a lot more relaxed today. Or not relaxed. The opposite of relaxed. She was relaxed yesterday. She's a lot more herself today. So yeah, she's all right. <laughs> Get into your edibles. I know. She had, she had a little bit of surgery and was a little bit ah. out of it afterwards. A little bit out of it. Mm. <laughs> stoned, stoned dog. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Where is my pizza gone? Damn it, stoned dog. <laughs> Uh, um, nothing will beat stoned Max that day. Oh Jesus, hilarious! <laughs> Laid out on the couch, didn't know what was going on. Uh, what's that sound, Steve? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, what's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, mm. <gasps> oh, Tiger's whistle! You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing, means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine, I'll see you again next time, cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time everybody. <laughs>